The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over unders to cash in. Head over to prizepicks.com and use a promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up and bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobet.io slash SGPN. That's sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course... Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. BetMUFC will be back this week. You can follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. It's at BetMUFC, at BetMUFC. To get my additional content, head over to LockBetting.com. Do yourself a favor and subscribe to a package for the new year. We are well on our way to 103 months in a row of transparent track profit. That means for over eight years, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. This month was just an unbelievable month for those over at LockBetting.com from start to finish. We still have a week left of the year, but there's no way we aren't going to get 103 months of profit now. We landed 25 one-unit plays in a row. We currently sit at 31 and 3 for one-unit plays across the last 19 days. That is the hottest run I've had since I started handicapping. I've never landed 25 one-unit plays in a row. And had you been over at LockBetting.com, you'd be having a very, very Merry Christmas. But give yourself a gift for the new year. You cannot get better than 103 months in a row of transparent trap profit. Every single spreadsheet posted. I use Patreon for my service. This allows me to be completely transparent because it allows members to comment underneath every single post. And that is mostly important for the PL because if there was any discrepancy, it would be picked up by my clients. The only drawback of Patreon is that it bills you as soon as you sign up. Therefore, that's why I'm not saying sign up for the EPL Christmas period, sign up today or sign up in the next couple of days. Wait till January the 1st. I'm on a hot streak, but um, I wouldn't even sign up just for one week and try to get your subscription money back just across that one week. It's possible. It's highly possible the run I've been on at the moment, but I'm personally telling you to wait until January the 1st and come on the journey for that 104th month in a row 
of Transparent Track Profit over at LockBetting.com. Tons of stuff happening in January. We're into the meat and potatoes part of the NBA season. We are heading towards the NFL playoffs. We have tons and tons of soccer as usual, and we are just a few months away from the return of the Champions League and the Europa League as well. We're also going to be having the return of tennis. We are very, very hot in tennis. We were very hot throughout 2021. We look to maintain that into 2022 as we begin the tennis season with the Australian Open. So for all of that, head over to lockbetting.com. Looking at the EPL slate this week, once again, it has been semi-decimated by cancellations due to COVID and the Omicron variant. We have six games to talk about here. They begin at three o'clock on Sunday UK time. That is 10 a.m. East. We start with Manchester City at home to Leicester City, where Man City are the one to six minus 600 favourites to win the game. It's seven to one here on the draw and it's 16 to one here on Leicester City. Leicester City season is coming apart at the seams. They were 3-1 up against Liverpool in the Carabao Cup and somehow got pegged back to 3-3, including a late goal with 30 seconds left well into injury time and they subsequently lost the penalty shootout. That means they're out of the Carabao Cup. They look like they're out of contention for Champions League football already after a poor start to the season and they dropped out of the Europa League and are now playing in the Europa Conference League. This is a very, very poor start for Leicester and this isn't the team you want to play in the first game of the Christmas period given that Manchester City have the capacity to rotate and can put out two different teams and still be better than Leicester. I like Manchester City to win this game. But I like the over two and a half team total here for City, given that Leicester have defended so poorly this season, including conceding three against Liverpool's B team in the Carabao Cup. Man City's over 2.5 team total is available at 10 to 11 minus 110. And if you tack on Manchester City on the money line, you get that to plus money here at 6 to 5 plus 120. Man City have scored at least three goals on 10 occasions in all competitions this season. Leicester are without a Premier League clean sheet away from home since way back in February. And Manchester City have actually won to nil in each of their last three games, scoring an average of four goals per game. I, I don't like City to nil here because Leicester do have a potent attack, but their defence this season has been absolutely dire. And I do like Manchester City to rack up at least three goals here in this game. City come into this on a run that has seen them win 14 of the last 17 Premier League games, which has taken them back to the top of the table. And three of Manchester City's last four Premier League games have produced four goals or more. And if there are four goals in this game, you can be rest assured that City will be scoring a majority of them as Brendan Rodgers continues to tighten up this Leicester defence. So Manchester City over 2.5 goals on the team total. And that one is available at 10 to 11 minus 110. Up next, we look at Norwich City at home to Arsenal, where Norwich are the 15 to 2 underdogs is 15 to 4 on the draw. And Arsenal are the two to five favourites here to pick up the away win. Arsenal just outside what we can take here as an individual pick. But I would be tacking on the under four and a half goals to this. So Arsenal and under four and a half goals. This gets you the price of eight to 11, which is well inside where we can take it. Arsenal have won nine of the 12 competitive games with six of those being accompanied with a clean sheet. So those nine wins, I've seen them keep clean sheets in six of them. Four of those six wins that we talked about 
have seen Arsenal keep a clean sheet alongside them. So that's good data for Arsenal to keep another one here. Norwich have lost three in a row without scoring. And Gabriel Martinelli is the guy who's in form coming into this game. Aubameyang still suspended. That is for disciplinary reasons that has seen him being stripped of the club captaincy. Apparently, he flew out to Barcelona to get himself a tattoo. He has a tattoo specialist in Barcelona where he goes to get his tattoos and he missed a training session and got caught. Absolutely ridiculous, especially for a club captain. But Martinelli has stepped up in his absence. He has scored three goals in his last two Premier League appearances. So my play here for this game will be to take Arsenal to win. And I'll be tacking on the under four and a half goals here. That gives you a little bit more security in case Arsenal do concede a goal here to this Norwich team. I think they will win this to nil. If you want to just take them to nil here, that's available at a bigger price of six to four plus 150. But I like the security of Arsenal and under four and a half goals. This allows Arsenal to concede a goal and they can still score three goals themselves and cash this play. You're obviously only going to be in trouble if Arsenal managed to absolutely smash this Norwich City team. But Dean Smith has managed to sort out this defence. Norwich haven't been on the end of many drubbings since he took over. And uh, I do think Arsenal will grind out the win here in this one. Up next, we look at Tottenham at home to Crystal Palace where Tottenham are the 7-10 favourites. It's 14-5 here on the draw, and it's 17-4 here on Crystal Palace. I like Tottenham to get the win here. They've been in very, very good form since Antonio Conte took over. Yes, there was that bad result against Mora, and subsequently it's seen them leave the uh, Europa Conference League competition because they didn't end up playing their final game against Wren because of COVID issues. And that ended up resulting in a forfeiture of the game, which saw Tottenham eliminated from the competition. I feel if Tottenham wanted to be in that competition, they would have been able to get the game played, but I don't think they did, even though they were strong favourites to win it. I think now the um, the favourites have to be Roma and Leicester. We will talk about that when we do look at the Champions League, the Europa League and the Europa Conference League briefly as well. I have delayed that show because I was planning to do it on the day and then there was a redraw that cut into my schedule in terms of picking my son up from school. Uh, Monday's a very, very hectic day for me. And then we had these COVID issues as well with all of these uh, EPL teams falling behind with the matches they have to play. I have to factor that in to my handicapping. I think that's going to be a disadvantage for EPL teams. EPL is the strongest league in the world without question at the moment. They are the strongest teams in the Champions League. But if they catch, if they have to catch up with games later on in the year, that could be a handicap and that's something that I need to factor in. Therefore, I have delayed that show. I didn't want to put that show very close to another show. I think it should sit independently by itself at the top of the, top of the feed for a few days. So once we get past this Christmas period, I am looking to release that show around about January 1st, January 2nd for you guys, where we look at the Champions League draw and briefly touch on the Europa League and Europa Conference League as well. So getting back to Tottenham here, as I said, I do think they will win this game. They've recently drawn with Liverpool and have beaten West Ham since returning to action. They didn't really have a monumental hangover in that rust versus rest situation where they had two weeks off. They actually came out really fresh and played really well against Liverpool and should have won the game. 
So I'm very confident taking Tottenham here in this spot. They have won six of their nine home games in the Premier League this season. Crystal Palace have had a little bit of a dip now after a very good start under Patrick Vieira. They've lost four of the last eight trips in the league and have failed to score in all five of their away losses in all competitions. Crystal Palace have also failed to keep a clean sheet in 15 of their last 17 Premier League games against Tottenham. And Tottenham come into this having won three of their last four Premier League matches with the only draw coming against Liverpool, a game that they dominated chances-wise and should have won comfortably. And that's a very, very big statement to say that against Liverpool, who are Premier League contenders. But I was at that game. Tottenham looked very, very good. Son and Kane missed a plethora of chances where they really should have scored. Deli Ali missed a clear-cut one as well. They really deserved the three points in that game. We should be talking about this team having won four of the last four, but we're not. Crystal Palace, I think, represent weaker opposition in West Ham, who Tottenham beat in midweek and uh, Liverpool last weekend. So I think getting Crystal Palace here in this spot is very good for Tottenham and I expect them to come away with a win. And I like the price of 7-10 to 10 here on the money line on Spurs. Up next, we look at West Ham versus Southampton, where West Ham are the 4-5 favourites. It's 11-4 on the draw, and it's 16-5 here on Southampton. If you can hear any um, like weird noises and stuff, I, I actually got a, a new mic for myself to do podcasting with. But um, it's picking up all the, the scratching of my, of my beard and my moustache. So... I wonder what I'll have to do about this because obviously I want to have, I want to sound as good as possible, but I don't want these little rustling noises and these beard scratching on the show. So I have to find a way to, to do something about that short of um, clean shaving. So I'm not interested in doing that. So I just thought I'd explain what that is. It's actually me having better technology here to do the podcast with a, with a mic upgrade. And um, it's literally picking up everything. So moving back onto this game, West Ham at home to Southampton. West Ham four five favourites, eleven at four at the draw and sixteen five on at the Saints. West Ham have had a little bit of a dip, and for me, that was pretty predictable. We had a West Ham fan in our group who was very buoyed off the back of them beating Liverpool. And and I said that um I don't think that they'll finish in a top four. I think they will finish in a more expected position of of seventh, eighth, or ninth, simply because I feel they'll struggle to beat the, the weaker teams who sit back against them. I don't feel West Ham have the players to break teams down. I don't think they have the quality that the other teams have to break teams down when they sit in. But against the bigger teams, I think West Ham can match them because they will sit in deep themselves and try and win the games on the counter-attacks, which they've been successful at doing against the likes of, of Liverpool and against Chelsea as well. They did very well getting men behind the ball and staying in their shape, and that's almost their strength. But when it comes to playing weaker teams where West Ham are expected to win and break teams down, which they, which they are again here against Southampton, they found it a little bit more difficult. So I still think this team are about 100 to £150 million away from, from actually challenging for the top four. And obviously that's imperative that you keep Declan Rice because he alone is a £100 million player. If you sell him, I then think you need to go into the market and spend £250 million. So for me, West Ham are still a little bit far away because they don't win these type of games as much as they should. In this particular game, I am going to go for both teams to score. Southampton aren't in very good form. But I do think they'll be able to find a net in this one, given that both teams to score has landed on four of the last six league fixtures here between these two teams. The Hammers have just one clean sheet at home in the league all season. And West Ham themselves have scored in all eight of the home games in the Premier League, while the Saints come into this having lost five of their last eight Premier League away games. So this should represent an opportunity for West Ham to pick up the win. But I think both teams to score here is the stronger play, given that both teams have found a net in seven of West 
Ham's last eight Premier League home games. But West Ham have enjoyed success in three of the last four home games in the Premier League. This ground is becoming a little bit more of a fortress. And I lean West Ham here to pick up a win and get themselves back on track. Although I don't personally see them as viable Champions League contenders. Moving to the 5.30 kickoff, 5.30 UK time, 12.30 East. We look at Aston Villa at home to Chelsea, where Chelsea are priced up as the 4-6 favourites here. It's 11-4 on the draw, and it's 17-4 here on Villa. Chelsea are beginning to get one or two players back, but I just don't see them as a 4-6 minus 150 favourite here against a Villa side who have only had narrow defeats against Liverpool and Manchester City since Steven Gerrard took over. I like Aston Villa to be able to avoid a defeat here in this spot. But if you want to be a little bit more safe with this, take Aston Villa plus one here at the price of seven to ten. That selection pushes if Aston Villa lose this game by a single goal. But if Aston Villa do get something for this game, you end up winning the play. So if they win or draw, you end up winning the play. But you have pushed protection here from Chelsea winning this game by a single goal. I just don't see a two-goal win here for this Chelsea team. They are grinding along here at the moment. They're struggling. They're looking for players to come back. And you're facing a team that have done very well since Gerrard took over. Whilst Chelsea have only won one of their last four Premier League games and they've drawn four of their last eight matches, Aston Villa have won four of their six games since Steven Gerrard took over. And I like Aston Villa here to um, to get something from the game. There's also the additional piece of data here where Villa have only lost one of their last four meetings with Chelsea. Um, also, four of the last five meetings between these two teams have seen both teams score. And uh, Chelsea are unbeaten in nine of the last 10 Premier League games, which is worth mentioning. But we know they are dropping points because they are drawing a lot of games. I wouldn't be surprised to see a draw here, but I would be most surprised to see Chelsea winning this game convincingly, given their injury problems and their runner form coming into it. So I'm going to take Villa plus one on the Asian handicap line. This pushes if Chelsea win this by a single goal, loses if they win by two, and you cash if Villa avoid a defeat. Final game we're going to look at because the Monday game between Newcastle and Manchester United is covered over exclusively at BetMUFC. So we're looking at Brighton versus Brentford, where Brighton are the 10 to 11 favourites. It's 12 to 5 here on the draw and it's 16 to 5 here on Brentford. This, for me, represents an opportunity for Brighton to pick up a win. They are drawing so many games and they have to break this cycle at some point. They have eight draws in 16 league games. They are winless in 12 games in all competitions and nine of those have been draws. I don't think this warrants the crowd booing the Brighton players and the Brighton manager, but you can understand their frustration. But they're very, very close. This team have been close for a while. They play very good football. They defend well. They just need a top, top striker, someone to put the ball in the net. And then Brighton could be a consistent top half team. Brentford are drawing games at the moment as well. They've drawn two of their last three away games and three of Brighton's last four draws have finished 1-1. For me, I think this will be a tight, engaging game. Goals are Brighton's problem. I do think they'll end up winning this game. Because uh, I think Brentford have some COVID issues as well. And this represents a chance for Brighton to break the run of not winning in 12. But if they do win the game, I'm going to be looking at a 1-0 win here for Brighton. Brighton have played six Premier League games in a row with fewer than three goals. Therefore, that makes under two and a half goals here the best play to take. And under two and a half goals in this game is available at four to six. Closing out with your lock on the show. It's difficult with such a small slate. 
But I think the thing that you need to bet here on Boxing Day is to parlay Arsenal with Manchester City. I just don't see how that loses. Obviously, I'm coming off the back of losing a couple of parlays on Scamessa Italia. So that has put a dent in what has been an excellent record so far this season. So I'm going to hit a parlay here to bounce back. I think Man City have got way too much for Leicester. They can rotate players at will. They're going to come through this Christmas period, I think, with maximum points. And Arsenal should comfortably win at Norwich and continue their recent good run. So once again, your lock here on the show is going to be a two-team parlay. It's going to be on Arsenal and Manchester City. And that money line parlay here pays out at the price of 73 to 100. That's the best price that's available on SpreadX. But it's widely available everywhere at 0.7, which is 7 to 10. That's available at 888, Betway, William Hill, Bet365. Everybody has that available around about 7 to 10. If you're taking it at 7 to 10, the prices you're looking at here is Arsenal 4 to 9. And Manchester City at 2 to 11. So that's your lock here for this show. Don't forget that MUFC should be available in the next 24 hours. That's where I'll be exclusively looking at the Manchester United game as Manchester United travel to Newcastle. And I'll be back in just a couple of days here with another edition of the EPL show because, as you guys know, the EPL is absolutely manic over the Christmas period. Before I go, let me just let you know, I am going to be dropping some Christmas presents on Christmas Day. I am going to be dropping more free plays than usual at my Twitter account, at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. I know some people won't be seeing anybody under the, the current circumstances. I, I know there's some guidelines in certain places. Or you may have my situation where I, I get my kid in the morning and then he goes off and has the, the afternoon with his mum. So around about two, three o'clock, I am kind of sitting in watching the telly. So I will probably succumb to the temptation myself of betting on some shit that I shouldn't bet on. But the things I bet on aren't always what goes out to my clients. My clients always get a completely professional service and they get the best place. And I'll be sharing some of those with you on my Twitter account. So make sure you follow at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer for some free plays on Christmas Day. That's it for me. Merry Christmas to you all. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.